0: The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Good morning, welcome to this Monday edition of our podcast. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for finding interest in the word of God. Whether you're part of our church and this has become a practice of yours, you're just jumping into it, or whether you happen to find this somehow on the internet through audio or through video version and you're brand new to this, I wanna thank you for coming. Whether you're looking to learn from God's word or just trying to figure anything out, skeptical maybe, I hope, I'm glad you're here, glad you're with us and hope this can be a help. It's Monday morning, starting the week off together is a great way to do this. And we're in the book of Colossians. We've been going verse by verse through the book of Colossians for uh, for several, for a couple weeks now. We finished the book of Ephesians, moved to here and that's what we've been doing for a couple years now, verse by verse through different books of the Bible in Colossians. We're kind of coming to the conclusion of chapter three, Colossians chapter three, and uh, we'll see how, time, get, how much time we have to be able to how many verses we get to today. We spent yesterday talking about, or Friday, excuse me, talking about the aspect of the, God's plan for marriage. Now there's some extra things that God has told the children and then God, another thing that God has asked of fathers in the home. So let's go ahead and read the verses. And then we'll unpack them and see what it is that God wants us to see today. He tells us in verse number 20, Children, obey your parents in all things, for this is well pleasing unto the Lord. Fathers, provoke not your children to anger, lest they be discouraged. Now we continue, servants, obey in all things your masters according to the flesh, not with eye servants as men pleasers but in singleness of heart fearing God. I'm going to start with those three verses this morning. What we see is he starts off with a command to the children, obey your parents in all things, for this is well pleasing unto the Lord. In the book of Ephesians, when he gives the same command, he tells them to obey, and then he tells them to honor, and then he shares a promise that comes to them, that it will be well with thee, and thou shalt live long upon the earth, and all of these things. But in this one, he simply gives a different instruction, a different reason, if we can use that for why. He's asked children to obey their parents. Obey your parents, first of all, in all things. Uh, You're not always gonna understand the decisions they make. You're not always going to agree with every decision they make. That doesn't necessarily make them wrong. Now, there may be times in Ephesians, children obey your parents and the Lord. There may be a time when your parent is asking you to do something you know it's unbiblical. Uh, That's the one time you're allowed to say, I'm not gonna do that. But can I tell you, uh, eating dessert after dinner, um, brushing your teeth, going to bed, doing your homework, um, getting off a of TV, most of the things you're going to be told to do, go with them, go here, go to church. These are not bad things. These are all very good biblical things. may not be what you want. Uh, can't watch this, can't have a phone. All the things that you may find problems, they, um, they're still biblical. Parents, let me encourage you. Our job is to follow God. And our children's job is to obey. We may be wise with that, but we need to understand that God has given us that, that direction. So children, obey them. Obey the parents God has given you. Follow them. Uh, you say, what if they're not necessarily saved or whatever? You still obey them because they're still the parents God gave you. You obey them. You show respect. Here's the thing. You can't control what anybody else does in life. All you can do is choose what you're going to do. And God has said that when you do this, what did he say? It's well-pleasing unto the Lord. So you can have a thousand reasons as to why you want to argue a thought or argue this. Can I give you one reason that God has asked you to be obedient to parents because it pleases him? And I hope that that's enough. I hope we could all agree that I don't need a bunch of reasons and a bunch of incentives to obey. I don't have to, my parents say, if you do good, I'll buy you something. Or if you don't, I'm going to punish you. I really hope that we could come and say that obedience to parents is simply something that God has asked me to do. And I desire to please God. And that is simply the answer. God will take care of all the details that fighting with our parents won't solve anyway. I hope you understand that. So, uh, first of all, is to children. Then he moves on, goes back to the father, but not the husband, but to the father. Fathers, provoke not your children to anger, lest they be discouraged. In Ephesians, uh, provoke not your kids to wrath, is what he's talking about. Unless they be discouraged, is what he's saying in this passage, that when we allow the circumstance to become angry, it discourages the children. They're not being heard. They're being overwhelmed. Um, frankly, there's nothing more discouraging than being in an angry circumstance where there's chaos. And, and there's, when you're angry, when there's anger prevailing, there's not a lot of peace. There's not a lot of explanation. There's very little logic. Excuse me. And in all of that, what you find is you find that those around are discouraged by that. Uh, a lot of, let, me, let me give you a couple of things in this. Notice he goes to the father's. He doesn't mention the mothers. This is not necessarily because by, by normal the father's the angry one because sometimes that's true, sometimes it's not. Can I tell you why? Because earlier he told that women are to submit to the husbands. Right? Men are the ones that are supposed to establish the temperature in the home. They're supposed to be the leader. They're supposed to be the one controlling the atmosphere. And so if they are in a circumstance where the wife is the one provoking it, it's their job to find a way to solve the issue. If the wife's causing the anger, husband step in. I'm not talking harshly. I'm saying, what's going on? That you need to step in and encourage and you need to be able to help the circumstance. The point is you are to lead the home. So if if you're leading them biblically, then you're not provoking them to wrath. That means your leadership. That means the leadership of your wife, the people you allow into their lives from church and, school, um, the situations in life, the friends, you are to lead that. You are to protect them and not provoke them to anger. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that if we do everything right, our kids will never have problems. Unfortunately, well, life is still hard, but we are not to be this cause of that. So what, what, do we, what does that say to us fathers? Well, one, we need to follow our heavenly father so we know and have his spirit to be able to do this. Two, it's not about us. It's about them. And then we lead them right. We lead them according to the Holy Spirit. They're not always going to understand what we believe God asks us to do, but boy, may that decision be what God's asked us to do, not us. May we say, may we never say no to something just because it's so uncomfortable for us. May we Serve our children like we've been asked to serve our wives. Maybe love them and devote our lives to them so that they can see that they are valuable and that you care. And there's going to be times you're gonna say no and, and that's okay. But may we understand that they're for good reasons and may we drive them and point them to Jesus and not discourage them with harshness or cruelty or selfishness or things of that nature. Be the one to establish the home. Sometimes say, well, that's just my wife or that's just our circumstance. Find a way to make it good. Find a way to be that leader and to establish the atmosphere that you desire to have in that home that you believe is pleasing to God. Then he goes to verse 22, and really what he's doing now, he's gone from the first couple of verses to husbands and wives, then to kids, then on to parents. And then he gets to all of us. In verse 22, um, servants, in all things your masters according to the flesh, not with eye servants as men pleasers, but in singleness of heart, fearing God. Please understand when he goes to servants, he's not referencing slavehood, okay? He's referencing anybody who is an employee. So he's saying, fathers serve your bosses, mothers serve the bosses. Children, when you get a job at McDonald's, wherever it is, you have em- managers, you have bosses, those are employees, anybody who has somebody in authority over them, obey them. That would be teachers and things of that, people of that nature. Anybody in authority over you, we are to respect them and we are to obey them. And he says this, not with eyes serving as men pleasers, but in singleness of heart, fearing God. We don't just do it when to be seen. Here's the thing, I don't just do right when I think people are seeing me. I don't just, if you're at school, okay, well, I'm not gonna cheat when the teacher's watching, but when they're not looking, then I'm gonna cheat. All right, I'm not only gonna do right when you know, the right people see me, I'm gonna do right even when the teachers are gone, when I first went to college. One of the things that really surprised me, I was a freshman at college, the largest freshman class at college had had at that point, and so we had this full room. We remember E1, the main room at the college at the time, full, probably 50, 60, maybe 80 students in this room. And I remember the teacher gave the test and he walked out the back door. He had to go get something from his office. Well, I graduated from high school just a couple months earlier. You have to understand that that had happened when I graduated, immediately kids would have said, what's number three? What's this? Let me see that. Immediately they would have started. But he walked out, and no one did. Now There was a couple who did. But generally speaking, it was expected, and someone asked him, asked the professor if he would leave. He goes, listen, you're in Bible college now. You're adults. If you're going to cheat, you answer to God. I'll never forget that. He goes, and he quoted this, not with singleness of heart. We're not doing this to be seen. We're doing this to be seen of God. You see, when I, work my, when I have a good work ethic at work, it's not because someone sees me, it's because God's watching. And I want to have a good testimony for God, even though sometimes the work environment's not easy. When I have a good testimony at school, it's for God. When I'm doing right with my parents, when I'm obeying and I'm doing right, wherever God has me in authority, to those in authority over me, I'm doing it not just to be seen. I'm doing it because God's watching. And that's really all that matters. As Christians, that should be the driving force. Whether you are a a teenager working at a restaurant or, you know, a fast food or, you know, grocery store or something where you're just getting started, or you're in a career and this is what you've been doing, our desire should be to honor God and please God in what we do. Why? You know why? Because he's watching, he sees it, and we're doing it fearing God. God will bless that. That's all that really matters. We're doing it to please God, but we know that God will bless that work ethic. Thanks again for joining us on this Monday morning as we walk through the book of Colossians and we walk through the different things that God has challenged us. Remember the first chapter, a couple chapters were things to recognize, third is maturity, put on, do. A list of things that we are to do in following God. May this be something that challenges us and encourages us because it is the word of God. It's not a man's opinion, it's the word of God. And may that be the thing that drives us. Thanks again for joining us this morning. We look forward to seeing you again next time.